Welcome to Footy for Two. I'm Solomon Dubner. I'm Stephen Dubner. So, Dad, what happens on Wednesday? Oh, Wednesday was so long ago now. This Next is w- this coming Wednesday. Oh, this coming Wednesday. I know what happens this coming Wednesday. Yeah. This coming Wednesday, Barca will advance to the semifinals of the Champions League. Was that the right answer? Yeah. So, but just to make sure I can watch it, I think you should let me skip my last period of school so I can watch the whole game. And can I say why? Yeah. I have Spanish, so how about if we watch... That's your last period? Yeah, so how about Spanish? If, I wa- if we watch the game on the Spanish channel, I can learn Spanish. Deal? <laughs> <laughs> Solomon, should we begin, before we get into Champions League action, before we get into a recap of Premier League and La Liga and other leagues um, over the weekend, um, should we start with that scintillating match that you and I saw last night live in person, the scoreless draw between New York City FC and the Chicago Fire live at Yankee Stadium? I would say yes, but I don't think it's good if we fall asleep while recording. (laughs) Now, I should say that you are quite disparaging of not just New York City FC, of whom we are fans. We are, what what are we called? We're called founding members. Founding members. We're season ticket holders from the first season last year. And we really enjoy going to the matches, but you are not impressed with the quality of play, are you? No. Just for those who haven't seen New York City FC or don't even know that they're a club, this is... It's not worth it. <laughs> uh, see, I feel that's just a kind of... Is that a real... Is that, is that your real view or is that just kind of a, a Euro snobism that you've adopted to make yourself a, a more complete and realistic football fan? Combination. Mm. Well, let me ask you this. For those who haven't seen MLS action at all... What would you compare it to, if you're familiar with European leagues? To what do I'm scared to answer because you're going to give like you're going to say like fourth tier Estonian leagues. I say NYCFC is about equivalent to like honestly in skill level uh, under fourteen, under thirteen La Masia no, team. No, come on, come on. And like pure skill level and like potential, the La Masia team would is much better. Like current ability. Who would okay. What what does uh, La Masia is the Barcelona you know training team? How what what uh, categories are there? What age groups are there there? Apart from like U six to U eighteen or something. Mm-hmm. And U eighteen, U eighteen would destroy them CFC probably. Really? Yeah. yeah. Would U sixteen beat them? You really think? Uh, so? I'm nodding. You're for nodding. Good for radio. Yeah. Well, anyway, we we do support. I'll say this: I support New York City FC because it's great to have uh, a footy team in your hometown, and we live mm-hmm. a relatively short subway ride from from Yankee Stadium, and it's a lot of fun. And honestly, like, I maybe shouldn't say this on the show right now because I actually have not checked this with you, Dad. But how? Sometime before a game, we've stood organized for anyone who wants to come. We're not getting them into the stadium. But if they're, you're going to be there, you live nearby, just come and we can interview you right before the game. I think that's a great idea. I think that'd be a blast. Okay, listen, if you are a New York City FC supporter or you support or you just come to MLS matches or you happen to be in New York and you're coming to an NYCFC match, give us a tweet at... You know what we should maybe do it for? We should maybe do it for the next Hudson River Derby. That would be great. When's you, you the know, next, when's the next one? It's May 21st. Then? I mean, yeah, May 21st. And for that, I thought, I used to think we were going to have to miss that game. You know Why? The Copa del Rey final. school related, was it? Of course not. Okay. Uh, that wouldn't be a mm. issue. Legitimate. I, yeah. I, I just missed school. Yeah. Um, I thought the Copa del Rey final was going to be around then. But, but it's the next day. That's happy news. Yes, it is. Okay, so how about that? For the Hudson River Derby, Derby, yeah. on May 21st, is that right? Yes. If you're attending and you want to, uh, maybe we can meet up and chat a little bit beforehand, uh, shoot us a tweet at 
Footy for two or email us at footy for two at gmail.com. Nicely done. Okay, take it away. What are we going to talk about this the episode, The English Tom? Premier League. So the first game of the weekend for the Premier League was insane. Do you want to say what it was? No. Are you sure? Uh, was it? Because I, I don't let you do that much. So, you, was it, I, so I'm giving you a chance to do something. Was it the Hammers and the Gooners? It was. What was the score? <laughs> I'm going to say it was uh, roughly, it was either 12-12 or 3-3. I can't remember. 3-3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Arsenal, they're pretty much out of the title race. Um, West Ham got hurt in the race for fourth, which is not that surprising. Wow. West Ham is still unbeaten at home this season mm. in the Premier League. Mm. Um, When's the last time West Ham finished in the top four? I don't even know. Not Years recently, ago. Years yeah. ago. Uh-huh. Okay. When's the last time Arsenal won the league? About 10, 11 years. Okay. And so t- tell us a little bit about the game for those who haven't so read about it. In the first is- half, Arsenal went up 2-0 with goals from Ozil and Sanchez. Then in the 44th and 45th minute, Andy Carroll scored two goals for West Ham to tie it up. Then he scored a third goal in the second half, and then Laurent Koscielny equalized. In what minute was the equalizer? About 7, I want to say. Okay, so for your for our, our Arsenal supporter friends, um, how would you suggest, how do you think that they are coping with this uh, end of season run up? Upset? But not surprised, because mm-hmm. this is classic Arsenal. These are the games where they need to do, get a good result, and they never do in these games. No, also, I... their game plan was just naive. And the West Ham just kept putting Cross into the box over and over again for Carroll, and he kept scoring it. If they could have just printed that one thing, they could have won the game. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I hear you say that about Arsenal. Like, that's Arsenal-y, right? Yeah. But I hear people say that about Spurs. You know, that's Spursy, And maybe they, they mean slightly different things. But I think a lot of fans, a lot of supporters treat their teams as if there's some, uh, you know, destiny that if only they would, like, try harder, be smarter, they would fulfill. But the fact is, is that, you know, it's hard. It's hard to win. That is true to an extent. But for Arsenal, it's really like that. Um, mm-hmm. They just always blow it in the big games. They don't sign the right players. That, uh, that's down to Wenger, who needs to mm-hmm. go. Okay, what else in the Premier League this weekend, Salo? So we're just going to skip the rest of the Saturday fixtures, actually, and go straight to Sunday. Okay. So the first game was at Sunderland, final relegation against Leicester. Mm. Leicester won 2-0 with two goals from Jamie Vardy, who, interestingly enough, had not scored since Valentine's Day against Arsenal. That was a penalty. And yet, even without Vardy, Leicester's just been rolling on. And then, not for any specific reason, just because I was about to go out to my first soccer game of the season— I put on my Jamie Vardy jersey, oh. and within five minutes, he scored a goal. All right, let's back that up a I'm little bit. I'm not superstitious, but... Let's back that up a little bit. So you're saying Jamie Vardy had not scored since uh, Valentine's Day, nearly two months. You were getting dressed for your first, uh, your first match of the season in the league you play, and it's a U19. Is that right? It's a U19? Yeah. You're only 15. I am. Is that where it starts? There's the, What's the one before you? It's U14? B14 is called. B14. And boys B19, 14. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, you play in this league, uh, which is a nice league, called ASO, which is the national group, American Youth Soccer Organization, and yeah. your league is called Westside Soccer, and it's a great organization. Nice matches. So you're saying that you were getting dressed, you put on um, a jersey... That was a Vardy jersey. Why'd you put on Vardy? Just to have something to wear until you got your jersey. Yeah, also because like, we weren't sure they were going to have jerseys. and um, You wanted to yeah. wear, you had a black Vardy jersey. It was, a, it was supposed to be like a dark purple jersey that we have because our coach is a Fiorentina fan. Ah. And Paolo. Paolo. Great Hi, guy. Paolo. Hi, Paolo. The black Vardy jersey, the away kit, was the closest I had to purple, so I just put it on. And were you thinking about the fact that Lester was playing when you played? Yeah, I was. Oh, okay. All right. But I was, you didn't I have didn't... to shout at me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> is the volume turned up? Uh, the volume's turned down. I thought you were deaf. Uh, why is that? 
I I am pretty hard of hearing. You're colorblind. I have a lot of uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Issues. Issues is a good word. We sometimes call me the old hairy man who limps, is colorblind, and doesn't hear well. No, no. And has a sore shoulder. And has a sore shoulder, yeah. And I'm only 52. Can you imagine how broken I'm going to be by the time I'm 60 or 70? <laughs> but that's why... If you're alive. Thanks a lot, Salma. No problem. That's why golf is my sport, though. You know, I figure if Jordan Spieth at 22... You might be, we might be losing listeners here, but you can keep talking if you okay. want. I figure if Jordan Spieth at 22 can crack up like that then I can crack up like that at 70. <laughs> That's a good, good outlook. In good logic, isn't it? All right. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, Leicester fans were all singing, we're going to win the league. Unsurprisingly, there's three wins away. Claudio Ranieri, who's not showed that much emotion this season, cried after the match, the manager. Let me ask you this, Salo. For someone who is a newcomer to this sport, and they hear us talking now and again about Leicester City, is prepared to win the league, can you just describe in... Uh, a, some kind of parallel example how unlikely that is, where Leicester City came from very recently and how unlikely it is that they're winning the Premier League this year. It would be like, Dad, your school, Appalachian State, is not even that good in American football, mm-hmm. being promoted for some random reason to the NFL <laughs> and then winning the Super Bowl. Is it, that crazy? And um, but, but as crazy as it may seem or may have seemed, it's happening. So how mm-hmm. would you account for it? You could say reasons like Rainier's tactics, the hard work, the hunger, but this is one of those things that, to some extent, is just unexplainable. Do they play uh, substantially differently as a team than many other teams? Yeah, is it a- the old class, the class of 4 4 2, which we talked about, just four defenders, four hard working midfielders who work a lot, and then two very fast strikers up front who press the defense. And I guess also you're in a league where someone like a Chelsea and others who were expected to start the season strong did not. You're, you expect a diminution of effort from those teams, correct? Whereas someone yeah. like Leicester gets more yeah. and more. And Leicester, they were the best team towards the end of last season. They won seven of the last nine games to pull off the great escape. It just happened that they were fighting relegation, which is yeah. why they didn't go from like, you know, 12th to Third, they went from whatever, 20th to... It's like 17, 16. Unbelievable. Okay, Salman. What else you got, brother? So last uh, EPL match we can cover, Tottenham versus Man United. I wasn't watching because I was at my game that I was playing in, but it was no-no for a while until the 70th minute when Tottenham scored three goals in six minutes from uh, Eric Lamella, Toby Outerveld, and Deli Ali was turning 20 that day. So they could still win the title. United's... Slowly slipping on the top four title race. It's nice. I mean, that, top four race. It's nice race. that Harry Kane let someone else score. Yeah, and Mauricio Pochettino, the Spurs manager, confessed that he, confessed he did not see the first goal live. What was he doing? He was in the bathroom. What was he doing in the bathroom? Using it, or was he like checking his contact? Was he calling his broker? I'm not sure. Interesting. Now, how often do you see a manager disappear from the pitch to go to the bathroom during a match? <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever seen it. Seen so it. he might have had an upset tummy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when nature calls, you know what you do. You know what he probably did. He ate too many of the lamb shish kebabs of the of the from the Turkish restaurant right outside White Hart Lane where you've been. Those are delicious, though. They are very. I don't good. think you can eat too many of those. No. Chad Troutwine ate some of those kebabs with us there. We had a great time. Yeah. Then we went back. And do you remember who we saw Spurs play that day? The first do you remember day. Bo- do you remember one of the players who scored for that other team that day? Oh boy, you're testing. So the first time we saw you and I saw Spurs, it was Norwich, right? No, 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 no that was the was second time. time. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The first time, holy Toledo! How can I not remember? Uh, uh, give me a hint. Give me a hint. I really don't. They're remember. gonna win the league this year. Oh really? It was yeah. Leicester. So who's and sc- Jamie Vardy scored. You're I, I, that's the one I remember who scored. Yeah. Wowzer. 
Good times, good memories, except I don't remember. That's the other thing. I'm the old hairy man who limps, et cetera, et cetera, and can't remember anything. Besides but that, we, I'm But a, I still love you. Thank you, You're sweetie. welcome. I appreciate uh-huh. that. Now, l- let me ask you this. Um, you've, we've talked about the Premier League a bit, which is an important league. Should we talk about La Liga? Or is that just too painful? Do we have to? <laughs> I think we do. So Barcelona lost 1-0 Away to Real Sociedad at Inouetta Sociedad Stadium. We haven't won for like nine years. Mm-hmm. Bad game. MSN was off form. Well, Suarez wasn't playing. But MSM. M- it was MSM. MNM. Oh, yeah, MNM. Messi, Neymar, Munir. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let me ask you this, Solomon. Um, as Barca got beat um, by a very. I mean, it was. A, I mean, Sociedad just beat him. Yeah. Right? We played well, but we just didn't create many chances. And the goal was early. It was like seventh minute or Fifth so? minute. Fifth minute. Who scored? Mikel Oyazerbal. Okay. And uh, how would you describe your mood personally immediately after the match? Worried, upset, not surprised. Now, this is, as a Barca fan, you know, Barca fans have the feeling of almost invincibility and superiority. Won a treble last year. This year... We could definitely do it again. Could definitely do it again. But the last uh, couple of weeks have been very, very tough time to be a Barca fan. How would you... How do you feel about your slash our chances going forward in La Liga? Let's start with La Liga. La Liga, I think we're going to win. We have, out of Real, Atletico and us, we have the easiest run-in. The only match that should offer any challenge is next week against Valencia, um, where we drew 1-1 away there earlier this season in the league and the Copa, but we beat them 7-0 at home in the Copa del Rey. And how does the Barca schedule, the Barca run-in schedule, look compared to Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid? Well, Real has to play at home with Real, which is hard. They're playing Malaga at some point, or that might be Atleti. Atleti has to play Athletic Bilbao away, which is very hard. We lost 4-0 there in Supercopa. Mm. All right, let me ask you this. Let's say we're judging degree of difficulty of remaining schedule mm-hmm. on a scale of 1 to 10. I want you to give me Barca... Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid, respectively. They don't have to be exact. I'm just asking you. you I know you studied the... I'm going to say Barca's a four. Wow. Okay. And the other two are sixes. So if you were a betting man, which you're not yet, no. but hopefully one day you will be, uh, what would you put um, Barca's odds at winning the league now? Out of, like, how about 80% out of 100? Sure, sure. I say still 65 Mm, but just three weeks ago, you would have said... Yeah, I, I'm going to say 75, okay? Three weeks ago, you probably would have said 90. Yeah. Mm. Let's get off the stop and into the La Liga matches. <laughs> but wait, but wait. As depressed yeah. as you are about the Sociedad loss and about the Real Madrid loss, uh, the Clasico, just a couple weeks ago, um, how are you feeling about the Champions League prospects? I think we're going to win it. I think Lily, win okay. It. And, and we've already talked a little bit about the upcoming, uh, by the time some of you listen to this, the Barca match, uh, the may second leg may have already been played, but you're confident in that as I well? It's going to be 1-1, one, one, and we're going to go through. All righty. What else do you want to talk about in La Liga? Just Real beat Ibar 4-0 at home with four first-half goals, and Atleti had a great comeback win against Espanyol away. So um, Real is four points behind us, and Atleti is three. Mm. And the last match we're going to cover before we go into our transfer news is Schalke versus Dortmund, the big derby in Germany. Great game from Christian Pulisic. A great young American player could be the best American player ever to a certain point. By the time his career is done, he's he's starting for Dortmund at seventeen. He was like their best attacker. Tell me more. Where is he from? Where where has he been playing? Et cetera, et cetera. I don't remember. Is from what state? I feel like. It, can I look it up right now? You can look I'm, it up. Right I'm gonna now. say Arizona. I think. Really? 
I, there's a very real chance I'm completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's another A state? No. Arkansas? Pennsylvania. Yeah, close to Arizona. Not really. No. So he's 17 and he's starting for Dortmund. When did he get on your radar? A few months ago. Mm-hmm. And what makes you say you think he's got the chance to be the best American player? He's playing very well for a top European club and starting at 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his status on the men's national team? How does that work when you're only 17? He started to play for them. I don't know if he's got his first cap yet. I think he was going to be with sick. Mm-hmm. But he's going to be there for a long time. We were talking about this the other day, you and I, why, they, why they're called caps for international mm-hmm. play. And you and I don't know the answer to no. that. I'm sure someone listening to this does. I'm sure we could look it up, too, but we right. haven't yet. So do us a favor. Tweet us the answer to that, too, at footy for 2 or you can email us, footyfor2 at gmail.com. Why is it called a cap when you have a, a, a national team match? Yeah. Right? And now our last section is transfer news. Let's hear the transfer news. So first, Harry Kane's being linked to both. I've, I've heard that you might be transferred to Men and Blazers. Really? I, I've heard that. For 100,000 pounds and a, and a player to be named later. Okay. Probably Fifi. Oh, yeah. The yeah. dog. The dog, yeah. Harry Kane is being linked to both Man U and Real Madrid. Wozer. Slow down on that one. I don't think he should go to either place Wait yet. Wait a minute. Slow down. When you say being linked, again, how... People think he might go there. How reputable, though? Do you think there's any chance United, of... The United link, I think, is more realistic. And we do know that Spurs likes to sell their stars. They don't like to, but they have to Well, sometimes. they do. Yeah, they say they have to. Although the Spurs' economics are changing, I know, with the new stadium, which has yeah. uh, three NFL games a year being played at the... Is that really going to make them that much money? I think it... I, I don't... The short answer is I don't know. The long answer is I can't imagine it's not a, an economic boon, only because, you know, look... When you own a stadium, uh, every day that nothing happens in it, you know what happens in it? Nothing happens you lose in money, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but also, I think they're just positioning themselves as a as a club that's financially. Yeah, and they'll you know, be in the Champions League next year, which is a huge economic boost. Yes, they will. So, I would look as someone who happens to like Spurs, and I like Harry Kane, and I like the Spurs tradition, and we have many friends in England who like Spurs. I would love Spurs to hang on to their talent and, you know, win, 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 yeah. win. But so Kane, like I said, being linked to both Man U and Real Madrid. I don't why think, do you think uh, Man U is more realistic? Because they're English, he's English. But I don't think he should go to either place, at least not yet, because neither has a solid strategy or plan of where they want, what they want to do moving forward. How do you know that? It's just You're pretty a 15 year old kid in America. How do okay. you know that they don't have a. No, I don't mean to. I don't mean to like. Just uh, look at Real Madrid. They're on their second <laughs> manager. They're on their third manager in less than a year. Yeah. Speaking of Palermo, just sacked their manager today, Walter Novellino. Who is speaking of Palermo? Me. But they're a new manager. I forget who it is. He's going to be their ninth manager of the season. Mm. And this is a Serie A team. Mm. He should consider United if Mourinho goes there because he could bring some stability and could get the best out of him. Now, as someone who likes Harry Kane quite a bit, you meaning, yeah. and as someone who doesn't like Mourinho so much, how do you feel about that pairing? Would you enjoy watching, uh, watching Kane As much as I absolutely hate Mourinho, <laughs> I think he's incredibly Someone talented say how you really feel. Say how you really feel. I hate him. <laughs> Why do you hate Mourinho so much? It, it takes too long. No, it's a podcast. Okay. There's no, there's no, no, give me, give me five adjectives to describe Mourinho. Manipulative. Good. Machiavellian. Two. Machiavellian. Yeah. Um, mean, arrogant, and smart. <laughs> wow. It's quite a combination. Um, then now. I was thinking you were playing some word game where they all had to start with M for a while. Oh. I'm glad you got off that. Just because M, I don't think M is one of the best letters okay. in the alphabet. Why not? What is? Mm, I like your T. I like your S. S, Solomon and Stephen. Yeah, I like your R's even, but. F for football. Yeah, M, I feel to be a very middling word. Yeah. Maybe because it's near the middle. Mm. 
Um, Marquinhos, great That's young center back. That's what you called it on sequitur, wasn't it? Yeah. I apologize. So Marquinhos, a great young center back, could also play right back for PSG, Brazilian, has reportedly agreed terms with Barca, but the clubs... Did I say damage he's on PSG? Yeah, you did. He He's agreed terms with Barca, but the clubs haven't decided over the fee yet. It would probably be pretty expensive because he's one of the best young defenders in the world. Who who would he replace, presumably? Probably Mark Bartra. Uh, will you miss Bartra? I would say yes, but he better get to play. I think. Well, do d- you think it's? I mean, obviously, we don't know what goes on in in training, but do you think? Uh, do you, don't you believe, based on what when you do see Bartra play, that he deserve has yeah. deserved more? And he's time? known to be a very hard worker. I, I have no idea why Mateo was ahead of him. Let's not get started with yeah. you and Mateo because that's never a happy story. So, um, yeah, Marquinhos would be a great signing. Mm-hmm. Hi. Oh, the dog's here. Hi, Phoebe. She's licking my feet. My foot. <laughs> can I pick her up or not now? Yeah, you can pick her up. Yeah. So Chelsea wants to sell Eden Hazard. They're open to it. At first, they were expecting they wanted to sell him for about 80 million pounds prior to Real Madrid. Now they would take about 60 because no one's going to pay 80. More Chelsea and now Arsenal too. Both looking at Arda Turin. He's, he's. I think people people have been saying he's been bad at Barca. I think he's been fine so far. Isn't it just too early for yeah, Barca to settle him? Okay. Yeah, um, he should stay. He's good also, enough. Also, what's your assessment of, of Arda overall? I think he's a great player. He could eventually get into the 11, especially hey, if Pogba's not. speaking of, uh, where's Vidal gone? I haven't seen Vidal play. He's been injured for a week or two. What is it? I think a thigh thing. He's fine, though. Okay. And the last thing I'm going to say is Arsenal United. Well, we talked about this last time. Me and you was looking at Renato Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Great young Benfica midfielder. Arsenal is too. They're both fighting for him. Did I mention Chelsea wants Arda, too? Did I say that? I don't believe they do. Did. Antonio yeah. Conte wants him to be manager. Well, it's an exciting time of the year. It's stressful, Solomon. Yeah. And as your father, as your friend, and as your fellow footy fan, let me just say, I hope you survive Thank these you. next few weeks. I hope uh, that football brings you all the joy that you seek. And uh, may all your long balls be true and your through balls reach their destination. (laughs) Thank you very much.